Welcome to the Wildly Energized podcast series, where we discuss some of the struggles living in a fatigued state, how you can support your body in a more natural way, and how you do not have to do it all on your own. I am your host, Karen Giles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week. For those of you who haven't um, heard any of my episodes before or you don't know me, as you just heard, my name's Karen Giles and I'm a health and relationship coach. So what that means is that I support both men and women, find their purpose, find their connection with themselves and with others and discover why they're feeling flat, why they're creating and also attracting the same type of toxic people into their life day in, day out, year in, year out. And they go through one breakup or they leave one friendship behind, but then they find the next person they invite into their life, whether it's a friendship or a relationship. It's the same type of cycle. It's the same type of toxicity and the same type of crap that you go through. So I'm very, very passionate about creating healthy boundaries, helping you discover why these patterns are showing up for you, why you feel so alone at times if that is you. And that's something we're touching on today is um, feeling the crunch coming into the summer months because the days are longer, right? So welcome to episode number 43 and we will crack on with what we're going to share with you today. So I don't know about you guys, but when the summer came along, when I was on my own or even when I was in a relationship, but it didn't feel like I was in a relationship, so I was feeling so lonely and it was a form of loneliness that I'd never experienced before and I I just felt like at the time there was no one else in my life who could relate or who understood or who had ever been through that form of feeling before from what they had shared with me in the past. And so I just felt like I was this person standing in the middle of this naked island where there was just sand, no trees, and a storm was coming towards me and I just had no protection. I I couldn't protect myself from the elements. And I'm aware that that's how some of you are feeling in life in general, especially coming into the warmer months in Australia. And, you know, summer's fast approaching us and they say that it's going to be quite a wet summer. There's going to be lots of big storms coming through. So that can mean quite a few days, right, inside. And summer here is generally a very social time of the year. It's where you get out and about and you spend very little time at home and you're off the couch and, you know, I've got your head out of the book most of the time and you're at cafes, you're dancing, you're at the beach, you're going for nature walks and doing all the fun stuff with like-minded people. However, not everybody has those like-minded people in their life. And if this is you, I hear you, I feel you, I've been there before because believe it or not, I'm quite a social butterfly and a lot of people can misunderstand that trait in a way where they just assume that you have all these endless invitations to go and do stuff with other people all the time when in actual fact it was the total opposite especially friends from my, um, how would you say it, my hockey community years ago, you know, I'd go to their end of season party and I'd go to everybody, oh, my gosh, you know, what's everybody do? 
in their spare time throughout the season because I was just going home from my games and soaking in the bath to try and release the, um, you know, just all of the acid and everything that builds up in your muscles when you do excessive exercise. And and it's, and then after that, I'll be like, oh, what am I going to do now? i am come home on, on this biggest high from being around awesome people, my teammates and all that adrenaline, but going through your body and the pain going through your body from all the running and sometimes being hit by the hockey ball or the hockey stick. And, you know, it's definitely not a sport for a princess. It's, you know, you need to be a little bit tough to, to endure the, um, the knocks throughout that style of sport. However, I'd feel really low by the time I went to bed because I'd come home from this high. I lived on my own and I'd be like, oh. And then you call people and that either wouldn't answer because they're out or, you know, they're in bed or whatever the case is. There's no one to talk to. And I just thought, oh, my goodness, this is pretty sad. (laughs) I'm at the prime of my life feeling pretty good and wanting to go out and socialize I'm single so you know no one's saying oh let's stay home and snuggle on the couch which don't get me wrong I love doing that and that's the position I'm in now because I'm in a relationship now but it's it was just at times a really lonely confusing time in my life where I just thought holy heck what are all these people doing like where is everybody and So then what I ended up doing was I ended up joining some social groups through a platform called meetup.com. And when I was first introduced to it, when someone spoke to me about it, I thought, I am not into online dating. I do not want to do it. And just a slight disclaimer, I have nothing against it. It's just that I, I don't enjoy spending time in front of screens, especially when it's just taking someone from what I call face value as in their photo online. It's just not me. I prefer to see people out in the social realm and just seeing them as they truly are with their mates and, you know, that that type of scenario and setup. So anyway, moving on from there, I thought, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, it sounds crappy. But long story short, I left it a few weeks and I was talking to my mum and she said, look, she said, this isn't you. You need to get out. You're the type of personality and type of person. You need to be around people. You're a social butterfly. And when you're not socialising, when you're not shining your light, that's when you go a bit dull. And I go a bit withdrawn, you know, I just go, oh, well, I'll just keep to myself. And then I'll get bored and lazy and then I'd find it really difficult to find my motivation and spark to do the things that I love doing. Because even though you really enjoy doing something, doesn't mean it comes easily to you. And so I ended up joining Meetup and I thought, oh, okay, I'll check out some groups. And it actually turns out it's quite a good platform. And I loved it. And I met so many people. And then I ended up finding a lot of people in these social groups were super clicky. And because I'm not a drinker and definitely not a heavy drinker, it's, I just felt like I was a bit out of place because a lot of the groups as they changed coordinators or organisers, you know, they all tended to steer towards just hanging out at pubs and clubs and drinking alcohol, which is fine. I'm happy to go to those types of scenarios, but I would be the one dancing on the dance floor while everybody was getting intoxicated and footloose fancy free. 
And there's no judgment there. That's just not my thing. I prefer to be out boogieing on the dance floor, even if it was on my own. So keeping that in mind, I am known even today, if my partner or no one wants to come out with me dancing, I will go on my own. I will show up to venues on my own. I will get out on that dance floor and comfortably be the only person literally in the whole venue on the dance floor because I don't care what people think. I know what I need to fill up my cup. And one of those is movement and not just movement, but playful movement, movement that makes me happy, that makes me smile, that brings back childhood memories. And the reason why dancing brings back my childhood memories is that I remember today when I was a really little girl And my dad had a huge passion for music, for listening to music. And he would stand me on top of his feet and dance me around the house. We'd go out and there'd be live music playing when we're walking past somewhere. He'd put me on top of his feet and dance me around on the footpath. So it's just something I've grown up with. It's embedded in me. And I absolutely love music, especially live music. It's my favourite. So that is one thing I will not do is that I will not miss out on going to live music because no one else wants to come with me these days. I will go. But don't get me wrong. Do not misunderstand me. I have not always been that way. It was a way I had to train myself to be. So when I was on my own and feeling lonely and withdrawn and isolated from everybody in my life because they all thought I was getting invitations from everybody else to go out and hang out, I thought, stuff this, I'm sick of being at home on my own, especially on weekends, it sucks. So I thought, I'm just going to go. And did I find it easy? No. I felt sick on the way driving the first time, I'll never forget it. I was sweating. My hair was all wet when I got to the venue, which was only a five-minute drive away. I was shaking. And I'm generally quite a confident person. And then when I got there, it all of those fears of judgment and not knowing what to expect or what was going to happen went away because I just walked in, went to the water station, grabbed my glass of water, and then I just started mingling with people because, yes, I'm the type of person, I'll just walk up to a stranger and start talking. And if you are this person who you're on your own, you're feeling lonely, You're sick of sitting around at home on your own weekend in, weekend out. Get off your couch. I'm not saying it will be easy, but do it. Get up off your couch. Put something on that makes you feel good. And this isn't just for the ladies. Guys, this is for you too. Put something on that makes you feel good and then go and do something you enjoy. It may not be going to a venue and listening to live music or dancing or anything like that. It might be going to the movies. It might be going to have a meal on your own. And let me tell you, that can be a very confronting experience for your very first time, especially when it's to dinner, because I've done that quite a few times too. And the thing is, is that these steps also, I'm going to go off track for a minute, These steps also will set you up with very healthy, strong, sturdy foundations for an independent relationship because you do not want to enter or be in a codependent relationship. 
They are energy-sucking situations to be in. And I'm sure all of us have been in one at least once in our life. It tends to be when we're younger because we don't have that awareness as to what's going on. We're not aware that there's codependent and independent relationships out there. And the great thing is when you're in an independent relationship is that you're happy on your own to do your thing and then you're happy to be together as a couple as well. And from my personal experience, when you're in an independent relationship, it is the most amazing, rewarding, strong, flourishing. uh, It just builds your confidence up so much. And you also find you're not asking permission to do things. You know, my partner and I will sit down roughly once a week and we'll go, okay, what have you got on this day or that day? It's generally weekends because we're both really busy during the week. And then we'll work out, you would have heard me say this a lot already if you've listened to, if not all, most of my episodes on this podcast channel, that we have me days once a month. Chris will go and do his thing, I go and do my thing, his son goes and does his thing. So the three of us just sprinkle out like, um, what could you say, running ants to three different types of crumbs. So we just go off on our own on our own journey for the day, we come back at the end of the day or that night and then we're all refreshed. We're all got a different type of energy and we're really excited to see each other more so than normal. And then we fill in each other about our day because it's too easy to get into the same, same. So it's the same when you're on your own. How easy is it to stay where you are right now where you're lonely or you may not be single, you may not be lonely? but you, you know, you're in a different situation, however you feel like something's missing. So this relates to you as well. So what can you do to fill up your cup? What can you do to work out what's missing? Is there something truly missing or is it someone else in your life making you feel like something's missing? I'll repeat that question again. Are you really missing something from your life? Or is it someone in your life making you feel like you're missing something? Because when you're in an unhealthy relationship, your partner can be very, very clever at manipulating in a very subtle way, just like kids. However, when you're an adult, we pick it up more with kids, more so than when an adult does it to us. So that's something for you to think about. And, you know, you'll probably go when you're thinking about later on today or over the next few days, you'll probably go to yourself, holy crap, I didn't even see that happening. How did I allow that to happen? Don't worry about that too much, how you allowed it to happen. I would be encouraging you to look at it this way. Firstly, would I like it to change? Secondly, If the answer is yes, why would you like it to change? If your answer is no, I invite you to strongly reflect on it as to why you don't want it to change. And then the next thing I'd encourage you to do is to think about how things would be different if it changed. That would be the easiest part of this process. And then the final process is how can it be changed? And that's the part where a lot of people get stuck and that's the part where, you know, it's really handy to have 
someone else guide you through that, to support you through that, to help you through that nutty piece because it can get sticky, right? Your ego can get in your way where it goes, hang on a minute, you're fine, just stay where you are. No, 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 no. You want to move on. You want to move forward. You want to grow. Otherwise, same, same will just keep happening. You will continue to feel the way you feel. You will continue to have the lack of in your life that you have at the moment. My journey has been a very long journey. I have not always had the confidence I have now. I have not always had the boundaries I have now. I have not always had the understanding that I have around boundaries that I have now. I have not always had the style and deep connections that I have in my life now. I have not always had the strength to use my voice the way I do now. And you're probably thinking, well, why do you have all those things now? Why do you have all those values? Why do you have all those skills? And there's one answer. I was tired of the way my life was. I wanted more in life. I wanted better in life. And I was brought up with the value that do not settle in life. Always look at what you can improve. I'm not saying always look for the next shiny object. I'm talking about, okay, well, if you feel good about yourself, is there any other areas within you that you could improve, that you want to improve? And I'm not talking about perfectionism. That's the last thing I'm talking about. Perfectionism does not not exist. See, classic example, I just stumbled on my words, on this channel. Imperfect action is the most important thing to believe in life. As long as you're taking the next step, I don't care if you stumble, if you fall on all fours, if you skin your knees, doesn't matter. You will hurt people along the line, along the way. You will disappoint people along the way. You will be scared along the way. You will doubt yourself along the way. And that's okay. That's just your ego. And you say, piss off ego. Don't need you. You're not supporting me right now. I need more than what you have to offer. I want more than what you have to offer. So get out there, put yourself out there, go and meet some fun and exciting people. Do whatever it takes. You know, if that's what you're wanting, if you're wanting more of a social life and you're feeling lonely at the moment, in Australia, this is the peak season of the year to start getting out and meeting people. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork where you're able to at the moment with the, you know, we're probably sick of hearing about last year and a half or so with the whole COVID scenario. But, you know, it's this is common sense stuff, guys. If you're not in a lockdown at the moment, get out of your house. If you are in a lockdown, there's ample opportunities to meet people. For example, I ran a free call, I think it's over a month ago now, on Zoom. I advertised it online for anyone who was struggling in lockdown. And that was purely for an opportunity for people who were struggling to come online, connect, for me to support them in whatever way I could. I gave a couple of them PDFs and things like that to help them through some certain challenges they were facing. And, you know, that was great. But I was surprised that only a handful of people rocked up. I was expecting a lot of people. 
but a lot of people RSVP'd but didn't show up because their ego got in the way. They were scared. Oh, I'm embarrassed. What if they judge? What if this? What if that? Who cares? They don't know you anyway. You know, I'm on a three-day training at the moment. It's 20 past seven at night. I've been on the computer since 5.30 this morning. I was on there from 5.30 to 6.30, then I was back on there at 8 and I've just finished. I'm tired and you guys can probably hear it in my voice, but I owe it to you to get this episode out there to you because I have a deadline to meet. I need to get this information out because if I don't get it out to you, then who are you going to hear it from? Who are you going to resonate with? Who are you going to listen to? And this is the other thing too, the feeling of overwhelm. You know, like what do I do and how do you fill your long days coming into these more, the warmer months? It's I remember thinking I'd be driving home from childcare years ago and I'd be excited that I was on the open shift. So I'd finish around 2 p.m., 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So I started around 6 a.m. I'd be thinking, oh, this is awesome. You know, some of the girls are stuck at work till 6, 6.30 p.m. That shift sucks. It was classed as the closing shift and no one enjoyed it except for the people who enjoyed sleeping in because it was a late start, 9, 9.30. I've always been an early bird. I've always been up around 5 o'clock for the last 10 years or so. That's my peak. That's my prime time is early in the morning. And then by this time of the day, it's after 7 p.m., I tend to fade off. You know, I could do with a bit of a snuggle or a nice warm cup of tea and a doona or whatever tickles your fancy and then just doze off to sleep. But the thing I was finding was that I'd be getting home by 3, 3.30 on those early shifts and I'd just be sitting on the couch. I'd have a shower to cool down in the summer months and then I'd just sit on my couch and watch Netflix or YouTube or whatever I was favouring at the time. And what a waste, right? I live at the beach. I could have been at the beach. I could have been walking. I could have been swimming. I could have been laying on the beach getting some sun. Could have been catching up with someone if anyone would reply to my messages or was free. But no, I stayed home because I thought, I don't want to do anything on my own. I do everything on my own is how I felt some days. So this is where the social groups are really good, right? Because you find that you connect with certain people more so than others, just like a workplace. There's always work colleagues that you connect with much better than others. And I'm not encouraging you to socialize with work colleagues because I did that in my early 20s and it was a nightmare. It's the worst thing I'd ever done. And But what I'm saying is that when you connect with those people within the social groups, for example, when you have those deeper connections, they're the people you want to get numbers from and hang out with them. So it doesn't matter if they're the same sex or opposite sex. I'm not saying about collecting numbers to date people and stuff like that. Go for gold if that's what you want to do. But that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about how do you fill that void coming into the warmer months where the days are so much longer, the sun's up earlier, the sun goes down later. So there's a lot more hours in the day where you can be out there doing fun stuff outdoors. If you're an outdoorsy person, you're able to do that at the moment with the current situation in Australia. So what can you do tomorrow that will fill your cup 
Is it going on a hike? If it's your day off, is it, you know, just exploring new opportunities, for example, on Meetup? And mind you, there are a lot more online now since the whole virus thing a year and a half ago started. So there's ample opportunities to connect with people online. There's Eventbrite, guys. Jump on there. See what's going on. Some of you may not have even heard of these platforms before. And this is what's all about educating you, what's available for you, what's out there for you, and how much of an impact they can make on your life. And you never know who you're going to meet through these people. So you might meet people through these platforms and go, oh, they're pretty cool. Yeah, let's catch up for a chat or whatever. And then you might find out they're a bit of a douche, but then you don't know who they know. And then you may connect with them much better and deeper and easier. And then you can go and have coffees, go to the beach, go to the cinema, whatever it is you want to do as a group or individually. It doesn't matter. It's about filling that void, filling those longer days and knowing that there's those people there for you when you need them. It's just like I know some of you here are in business and you work for yourselves, you're entrepreneurs. That can be one of the most loneliest journeys you can experience, right? So it's just the same as business, guys. It's making sure you have that handful of people you can reach out to. So when I'm relating this to business, we all have those handful of people when stuff's not going quite to plan and you're having one of those nutty days where nothing's going right and you just want to scream, sometimes you just want to talk to someone who can relate. So you pick up the phone and you call the appropriate person. So there's a few of us in my network where, you know, we've got each other on, we, we call each other speed dial buddies. So we're there for each other. If we receive a phone call on our mobiles from each other, we know we need support then and there if the other person's available to pick up. Otherwise, we just communicate through Facebook Messenger or other platforms. So and that's the other thing is having that confidence within yourself, that high level of worthiness. And also that level of self-esteem that, yeah, there's people out there who want to meet you. There's people out there who want to hang out with you. And there are a bucket load of people out there in the exact same situation as you, no matter whether you're single or in a relationship and feeling lonely. Because I can tell you right here, right now, you can be in a relationship or you can be single and feel the same depth of loneliness when you're in a relationship. And sometimes more, depending as to whether how toxic it is or or how you want to label it. So that's food for thought. Have a think about it. How do you want to fill these days, these hours of your day? Do you want to create some structure? For example, I have set days of the week where, you know, I catch up with certain girlfriends and that sets me up for the day. So I normally catch up with a girlfriend every Monday at 6 a.m. For two hours, we go for a sunrise walk and then we catch up for a cuppa and chat. And then I come home and my Mondays are full. They are packed. It's my full-on admin day. I get all the stuff I don't enjoy doing out of the way the first day of my working week. And then it's done. Then I can do all the fun stuff, the stuff I really enjoy and that fills me up and lights me up for the rest of the week. 
And then on Wednesdays, I normally catch up with a girlfriend around lunchtime-ish. We'll go for a stroll and then we'll tend to go somewhere, uh, one of our favourite cafes for a cuppa and a treat because it breaks up my day. It breaks my day up from being in front of the computer all day. It gets me out of the house. It gets me out in the fresh air. And then because what I'm doing is I'm finding that my exercise routine has changed a little bit. So I'm not getting out the door every single day for a sunrise walk anymore because I'm doing certain exercises that a um, rehab physio has got me doing first thing in the morning. And that's fine. I'm still moving my body. It's just in a totally different way. So I'm not getting outside into that fresh air. I'm not seeing that sun rise above the horizon, which just lights me up and fills me up with energy for the rest of the day. And that's the other thing, you know, why not create a group to do the stuff you love to do? If there's not a group out there doing what you like to do, create one. It's not hard. I understand you may feel overwhelmed, but if that's the case, reach out to someone who knows how to do it. Get some friends together to come along with you. Just start it that way and then get them to share it with their friends, word of mouth. You don't even have to create anything online if you don't want to. And then that's another way to fill that void. And then it increases your confidence. I was going to say independence, (laughs) increases your confidence because all these people are wanting to come and hang out at your event, even though it's a casual event, it's just word of mouth. It's still something you initiate. It's still your idea, isn't it? So get out there, put yourself in an uncomfortable position because not long after putting yourself in that uncomfortable position, you will feel comfortable. You will feel great. You will feel energized. It will fill up your cup. However, I understand if you've been suppressed time after time after time after time, which I have been in a past relationship, it can be really gut-wrenching even to think about going out on your own, to even think about creating a group to hang out, to go and do something you enjoy to even reach out to people you've known for a long time because it's a form of rejection if they say no. But can I encourage you to turn that no into a yes in your mind? So it's all mindset work, right? So instead of going, oh, God, they've said no, how embarrassing. Now I'm coming across as a loser or desperate or lame or however you want to label it. But it's not a no forever. It's just a no for now. I'm always reaching out to people to catch up and go for a cuppa, hang out, you know, bounce some business ideas off them. But nine times out of ten, they're not available. And that's okay. They've got a life. It's not like I warn them, like I I messaged them or caught them last week. Hey, can I call you on this day and, and we catch up and we talk about this? It's always spare of the moment stuff with me, well, 90% of the time when I want to catch up with people because I'm the type of person I want to talk about it then and there. And that's what my clients are like as well. And that's fine because I create that space for them to be able to do that. That's no problem. And the reason why I do that is because that's how my personality is as well because there's nothing worse than having something bothering you or on your mind And you have to hang on to that for one or two weeks because by the time that one or two weeks comes, when you've got your half hour or one hour call, 
then that feeling's gone, that idea's gone. And some people go, oh, well, that's great. It means you've worked through it. But not necessarily. A lot of the time people go, oh, look, I won't worry about it. And it slips away for now. But it doesn't slip away totally. It just slips to the bottom of your pile and it will creep back up again in time. And then what if your call isn't at that time? Then it slips back down again and it's just this tidal wave that keeps coming up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's why people get so tired because they're not able to talk about stuff when it comes up. They're not able to express themselves. They need to express themselves. So some people might be a screamer to get rid of frustration, but they're always told to be quiet. Oh, don't scream. That scares people or, you know, I don't want them to see you that emotional and stuff like that. Who cares? Scream into a bloody pillow if you have to. You know, it's doing what works for you. And it's all these bits and pieces that I can teach you if you're wanting me to. I can support you with that if you want me to. Because I have gone from extremely toxic relationships, both friendships and a partner, to being in a position now where I have a handful of friends, but I tell you, if I need help, if I'm in trouble, they will all be there in the click of my fingers. Not because it's a need, like as in, let me rephrase that, not because I'm coming across needy, but because our connections with each other are that deep and that strong that they understand that if I click my fingers, so to speak, they know I'm in business. They know I'm in trouble. They know I need support. And the partner I'm with now, our connection is the deepest I've ever had with anybody in my life. Do you know why? Because I've been through the crap I've been through. It's made me stronger. Did I see that at the time? Hell no. I was playing the why me card through some of it because some of it was pretty nasty stuff. But at the end of the day, I grew from it. I'm a much stronger person from it. And it's made me the person who I am today after I allowed myself to do the work to show up as my true self and not allow anybody to suppress me any longer. So who wouldn't want that? Is that something that you want in your life now? To have that strength, to have that voice, to have that courage and to work through all that crap that is holding you back from your past, no matter what it's from, whether it's from school, whether it's from relationships, whether it's from ex-lovers, whether it's from your upbringing. It doesn't matter if there's something from your past that's weighing you down, that's holding you back, it's time to work through it. A lot of people say it's time to let it go. But how can you let it go if it's holding you back so much, if it's dragging you down and weighing you down? To me, that means there's layers for you to work through and to peel back. And that takes, one, some time. Two, support by the right person or people. Three, awareness. So an understanding from yourself 
the person you're working with and the people surrounding you for you to work through it and at a steady pace so you don't feel like you're staying stuck in that space for years on end when you don't need to. Now, guys, there's so much more I could talk to you about with all this, but I'll leave it for another episode. But I'm encouraging you to start stepping outside of your comfort zone. Get out there, join some groups. A girlfriend of mine, she joined a hiking group a few months ago. And I know you listen to this channel, hun, so I'm so proud of you for what you've done. And she is such a shy person. She's shy. She's the most gorgeous personality. But she keeps having these crappy relationships with men. And, you know, it it just breaks your heart as a friend to see to see your girlfriends go through that. And even guys, I'm sure it, you know, it gets to you seeing your mates go through that as well. Because I know guys experience it too. It's not just us girls. So, and since she joined these hiking groups, she's just blossoming and glowing when I see her. It's phenomenal. So it's being around like-minded people, people who get you to a certain degree. I'm not saying when you meet people in the social realm for the first time that you're going to blurt out your whole story. Some people do that, some people don't. But it's just having that awareness that it's okay to show up. It's okay to be yourself no matter what that is, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. There's something out there for everybody. So I encourage you to get out of your own way, get out there, just swallow your pride, get rid of the ego and go and see what your potential is. Go and meet those people. Go and start creating the life that you want because only you can do that, guys. I can help you. I can support you. I can give you the tools to get there. But only you can say yes to yourself. And that's the first step is saying, yes, I want to be a different person. I want to improve. I want to shine my light. I want to get rid of all the crap that's holding me back because we've all got it or had it. And it's having that awareness. So, you know, it could be something like, for example, being brought up in a family where one of your parents said, oh, you have to wear, this is for the women, you have to wear a, a one-piece. If you have a little a little bit of flab or a little roll or a muffin top, you can't go wearing a two-piece. Oh, gosh, no. And then for fellas, back in my day, I'm in my mid-40s, you know, when I was younger, all the men were wearing your um, DTs or togs. As nowadays, most guys wear bordies. But back when the DTs were around or the togs, you know, it's it was okay for the guys to have the big beer gut overhanging, but it wasn't okay for the women. You know, we all had to be trim, taut and terrific to wear a bikini. So it's it's just accepting yourself for who you are for now, having the awareness as to what you would like to be, allowing yourself the space and time to start working towards that person you want to be. However, if you're wanting to be that person in the future, one, it is so important that is who you want to be for yourself, no one else, for yourself. 
Two, you must be willing to take that one step forward. That's all it takes, one step. And then you're well on your I trust you have taken away many golden nuggets in today's episode. Thank you so much for jumping on today and joining me on the Wildly Energize podcast channel. I I just want to say to you guys, I love having you jump on and listen. And I, I just enjoy sharing my journey with you all, the past and the present. So if you're interested in communicating and joining my online community on Facebook, jump over to Wildly Energized Circle and I have a group there and we would love to have you join us. For any questions, please just message them to me on Facebook and I would love to hear from you and get back to you as soon as possible. Enjoy the rest of your day and have a fabulous week. Bye.